So what we watch anime, so what we play League, we're just having fun, we don't care who sees, so what we stay in, it don't bother me, living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reed Entertainment Podcast, episode 236 for March 8th, 2020. My name is Nathan Reed Spruth, and joining me this week, we have only Andrew Roa McFain. It's just me. It's just you, because Connor messaged me, and he's like, do you need me today? And I was like, I, I guess not. He's like, all right, and then left. That was, that was the entire conversation. So, let's go on. Where can we find you? Let's go over to roa.website. A roa.website has all your links. Now, do you have anything embedded there? I haven't actually gone to a roa.website, but is it like embeds or is it just links? It's just links. You are the worst at making HTML sites. Just just put uh, like embeds for it's your... It's a throwback. It's a, it's a throwback. It's you're being lazy. It's a throwback site. It's a throwback to you being lazy. I, the only reason I haven't put big flaming under construction letters is uh because i'm lazy oh okay uh, uh, maintenance you have to put the no, site no, temporarily temporarily down for maintenance it's not down it's <laughs> under construction oh right and they have right. to be they have to, all the letters have to be individual gifts that are all on fire oh i see but why don't you just make one large gif that's on fire well uh, cuz that's not how not how it works but but you could make it work and make it look like they're separate gifts why would i do that though i don't know anyway uh what games have you played this week so this week i played walking simulator is that the actual name of the game yes and how was that i spent an hour playing it I'm pretty okay. sure I experienced most, if not everything, in the game. Yeah. Uh, there is an undocumented uh, key that you can press um, that uh, makes your character dab. Okay, so there's an undocumented key that makes your character dab? <laughs> yes, you can press the K key at any time, and your character will dab. Um, I don't, I don't know if I like that. Um, it was, uh, it was free. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not complaining. Um, it, it's, it's an obvious parody of, uh, Death Stranding. And it's, um, it's, it's, I, is it worth your time? I don't think so. Probably not. You know what also isn't worth your time? Death Stranding. Yeah. Get out, get out of my house. I said it. Have you played that game yet? No, I'm planning on getting it on PC. It looks so, so fucking bad. <sighs> it looks fantastic. No, it's just walking and you have to take care of a baby. You don't have to take care of the baby beyond like sometimes you gotta rock it a little. <laughs> that's but... still more taking care of a baby <laughs> than I want. That's that's it. Yeah. It's just baby baby in an incubator simulator. No, it's it's mainly about walking around, and I think that that's fascinating. No. As somebody who, like, I I adore... As somebody who hates walking. 
No, that's the thing. I adore <laughs> the idea of hiking, of trekking across the country. I see those people who are like living out of their rucksack yeah. off their back. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I wish I had the motivation. The, motivation but also just like i don't know the the ability to to be disconnected to that degree like, yeah you you know i've i've thought about that too cuz like it, it it's it's even just hard to think about like okay let's say you had like you got a really good job let's say you got a really good job in illinois where you're at and you're like nathan they're offer they have a job you'd be perfect for it they're offering 70,000 a year all you'd have to do is move to illinois even that is would be difficult for me i could get the, i could go there i could get good i could get internet i could get everything set up to be just like the way it is now but i would have to move all of my shit to illinois and that terrifies me really to it, it kind of terrifies me to try to um, just pack up everything I have and move to a place where I don't have any family. Uh, I, I have you. That's it. You're my only friend in Illinois. Like, moving your whole <laughs> life somewhere, it, it's it's kind of terrifying, right? To, to just pack up everything and leave like that. So, I, to do yeah, it you're, even... You're not wrong. To do it, to you the are point... wrong about me being the only friend you have in Illinois, and I'm not sure if that was a joke or not. <laughs> uh, well, you're all... he's like four hours away, so it's still, you know what Chicago I mean. Chicago is a part of Illinois, you know. I, I know that. I know. Um, but, but even then, like even with the two of you, it would still be terrifying. So to go, yeah. like, and that's just for moving to a different state. It. Going so far as to get rid of pretty much everything you have and live in a fucking van, that is just something that while it seems like a great idea, I know that I could never do that. I could see myself when I'm like in my 40s, if if like Katie died or or divorced me or whatever. Both like of which are never... like, we got a 50-50 shot at either of those happening. Yeah. Pretty much, um, <laughs> but if if like it were such a situation where I could get away with it, I would absolutely get like I'd buy like an eight thousand dollar like van, like one of those Amazon delivery vans, <laughs> and live out of the back of one of those for like a month or something. I I think I've shared this story before, but I've always thought like if I were to ever become homeless, which is it's pretty unlikely I have, you know, my I have family and friends who I could always live with. But let's say something happened and I had to become homeless. But I still had a job for some reason. Uh or I had enough money to get a van that I would live in a van and then I would get a really cheap gym membership. Cause there's like a there's a gym here in town that's like fifteen bucks a month. And I would go there and I would I wouldn't actually work out but I'd use it as a place to shower every day. That way I still smelled nice. I think that's something that is suggested to like people who are in dire straits like Yeah. Yeah. going to a going to a gym or like a or like a public pool. Mhm. Mm and so you know I was telling my friend Bernice about this and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to, you know, if I ever became homeless, this is what I would do." 
And she's like, that's interesting. And then an hour later, I'm watching Last Comic Standing. And one of the comics on there was like, yeah, so I didn't want to have like a full-time job to like, to, to hold me down. Or, and I didn't want to like have a house that I had to go back to all the time. So I got a van. And I live in my van. And I have a gym membership where I don't work out, but I go and I, I take showers there. And I'm like, the guy stole my idea. That's what he's doing. So uh, I, I think I like the idea of it. But again, you know, I also have a lot of stuff like computers. I have over 50 laser discs now. I have two laser disc players. I'd have to get rid of all of that stuff if I, if I decided well, that, to, to live out of a van or be, something. It would be fun to do it as like a vacation. Yeah, a vacation would be cool. Um, like if you had extra money and you're just like, I want to go and like, uh, you know, do a trip to the United States or something and live in the van instead of having to get hotel rooms. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, or like rent a U-Haul. Yeah. In the U-Haul. How, how did we... Uh, actually, a U-Haul is a bad idea because that would cost you a shit ton of money. That would probably cost probably you more like, than the hotel rooms. Like $20 a day or something like that. Well, I think it also depends on how much you drive. Yeah, but if you're if you're just like, you know, living on the highway or something. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, it's just for the fantasy. Yeah. So, other than Walking Simulator, what have you played this week? Um. Oh, uh, the demo for uh, Project Diva on Switch came out in Japan, and I played that, and it's uh. It's just a reskin of Project Eva Arcade on PS4. Uh, but they made the graphics worse and put this like cell shader effect over it. Because the Switch can't handle the graphics of Project Eva Arcade. And it also only has a hundred songs instead of like three hundred. So it's really not a great value proposition unless you really want to be able to play certain project diva songs whenever you're out and about at 60 fps because the other thing is that all the songs in the game have been in previous project diva song or project diva games and all project diva games are available on a portable device of some kind either on psp or vita or uh 3ds yeah so um it's cool uh that it that it exists that it is on switch um i'm interested to see if anything is censored because nintendo it can be weird about some of that yeah we've spoken um, about the fire emblem massaging thing before yeah, yeah when, um, that, when that got removed and i'm also like i, I don't have the full list of songs and I, i'm curious about those but I don't think it's really worth it unless you really, really want to be able to play it on Switch or if you're somebody who doesn't have a PS4. Because my, my friend does not have a PS4, hasn't owned any Sony console ever. Any? So if you're in that none of them. Not even a Sony Walkman? No. Oh, okay. And everyone had a Walkman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but he... uh. But he, he got a Switch for Smash. And yeah. uh, he loves Vocaloid. 
and now he finally has a way of playing it other than emulating it through PPSSPP, which uh, playing rhythm games on an emulator can be kind of iffy. So It can be. Like, it, it, it really can be, especially games like, uh, like that or uh, Elite Beat Agents. Like, there's just something about using a mouse instead of using a, uh, like, a pad that you can actually press in. Although I think the PPSSPP is different, I would imagine. PPSSPP, the problem I had with it is, yeah, is just the emulation introduces a little more input latency than Ah, what I'm used to. I see, I see. And that that is, uh, that is an issue whenever you're, you're a top tier uh, rhythm game player such as myself. Yeah, well, it's not like you're making That's a any money exaggeration. off of that. <laughs> slight, very slight. Actually, so, actually, my wife is better than me at Project Eva, like by a long I, shot. I think I've seen her play it. I think I saw her play that when I was uh, there visiting you. Yeah, and she's I pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, I can't play the uh, the difficulty above expert to like ex expert yeah. or whatever and, and ex extreme that's it well and i watched you and her play that and then you're like yeah. hey you want to play i was like no not even a little bit i would <laughs> no i hate this i hate everything about this it's not even that it's just i did not i did not know what was going on <laughs> that I was, was just that was a, yeah that was what uh my wife had that problem whenever I first showed the game to her. She was like, I have absolutely no idea how you're following this. And I was like, if you play it, you'll get it. It's one of and... those things where, yeah, if you play it, you end up, you end up figuring it out. And it's then like, you, do, you do it without thinking. Yeah, it, it's, it's exactly the same thing as Guitar Hero. Whenever mm-hmm. Guitar Hero first came out, I think everyone who picked up that game thought that it was going to be really easy and intuitive and then went, oh, Jesus, how do I make my hands do the things? Oh, Lord. But now, like, well, not now, but whenever it was at its peak of popularity, like, my mom could play Guitar Hero on hard, at least. Which well, is like, good. Well, it's, it, that's all, all rhythm games are just muscle memory. Now, she yeah. can't play, she can't play uh, DJ Max, which is, I didn't realize is out on PC. And... Is it? Oh, have you got it yet? I I don't have it yet. Um, I really, really want it because that game, I bought it on the Hong Kong PlayStation Network before it came out in the U.S. And because I wanted it that badly. Yeah. Did, now you don't have anything else you played this week. You played those couple games. Yeah, let's just get on with with your stuff. I'm well, gonna I was, eat my salad while you talk. I was gonna say you should play uh, voting for Bernie Sanders soon. Oh yeah, I voted today. Oh, and who'd you vote for? Joe Biden? Uh yeah. <laughs> no. He's the only one who has any chance, really. Uh, stay tuned next week when we find a new co-host. <laughs> I voted for I voted for Sanders. Um, I, and then now, now I, Illinois is one of those states where you uh you don't get to pick and choose which side for each individual thing. Mm-hmm. So I had to uh I had to pick a Democrat ballot. So everyone else, I was just like, I don't know, whatever. Like, yeah. And uh, I was the only there was a section for like the people who do the the what do you call it? The Electoral I, College. Oh, God. The delegates. 
Yeah, uh, we got uh, you get to pick those, and I just found all the ones who supported Sanders and just uh, circled those in. Good. I also voted for myself for the circuit judge because I there always, was no candidate. I always vote for myself in things like that because one day, <laughs> one day I'm gonna go like if I see something that I'm like I could do that. I will vote for myself, and then I'm going to go to Facebook and be like, anybody in Central Oregon, that's my friend. Write me in. And I want to see if I can win with, like, eight votes. Because <laughs> that would be amazing. It would be fantastic if, like, I got a phone call one day or something, and it was like, you've tied with somebody else? <laughs> it's like there's one vote. <laughs> we got we to gotta draw straws now. Just... <laughs> Which is what they do. Uh, Legally, uh, well, we have so, to have a, a gladiatorial battle. So I, 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 let me get into the games I played, but first I want to complain a little bit. Uh, Super Tuesday was a shit show. Um, the, the, I, the, on Sunday, the day, or the, on the Sunday before Super Tuesday, Pete Buttigieg dropped out and endorsed Biden. And then Amy Klobuchar dropped out the next day and endorsed Biden. They're, and they're just like, hey, get in line. We're going to coalesce behind this person or we're going to ruin your career. Uh, and that made Super Tuesday highly unpredictable. Um, but even with that, uh, Bernie and, and Biden are pretty much tied in delegates. So uh, hopefully... With Illinois and Michigan coming up, we can swing that, and Bernie can get, uh, you know, to first place where he should be. Uh, I fucking hope so, because we are doomed. But my we are doomed if Biden so wins. so I I have a friend Rogish Bard, uh, and she's half African American, and she'll go on Twitter and be like, "This is so fucking annoying," because, you know, the 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 older black people that are in these states that are voting for Biden are just voting for Biden because he's Ob- Obama's VP. That's mm-hmm. it. That's the only reason. And she's saying this. She's a Af- an African-American woman who is saying this. And people are like, oh, you're just being racist. I'm like, dude, she's black. Like, <laughs> she, she knows what's going on. Um, and also, Biden can't complete a fucking sentence. I have, you know... You've listened to the podcast. You've been here for over 200 podcasts. You know I have, I have a major problem forming words sometimes, but Biden yeah, is... We, we know you have some problems with, with your cerebral palsy. Yeah, but uh, Biden, like, can't make it through a single sentence without fucking it up. And it's, it's really... It's actually pretty sad at this point. So, you know, you place Biden... Now, I don't like Biden. Uh, but I hate Trump even more. But if you place Biden against Donald Trump, like in a debate setting, like that's just going to be sad because Biden will try to be like forceful and be like, no, this is how it goes. But then he's going to stumble over his words and lose everything. Anyway, let's move on. Look, it, all, all men are created, you know, you know, know, the, you know the thing, thing. you know, the thing. Uh, fucking how 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 do we let this get this bad just just vote for Bernie man we just want health care like it's gonna happen we're gonna vote for somebody who gives us health care 
whether it's before or after the old people die. So just make it happen. You know, a lot of this also hmm. would be helped if um, we had a better voting system. Well, if we had a better voting system, if the media didn't suck balls. Um, yeah. There, there's just so, like, so many things. Like, uh, there's, a, there's a voting system where instead of just voting for the individual it's, candidate you it's want, ranked choice vote. voting yeah yeah ranked choice. so like why don't we just why why don't we have that because then at least whenever the person you liked dropped out like all the people who had already probably voted for warren yeah um yeah like, the, the people then, well, then those votes wouldn't just be thrown away well and here's the thing i'm for i'm really pissed off at elizabeth warren right now because people to judge dropped out because he had no chance. Amy Klobuchar dropped out because she had no chance. Warren stayed in. She didn't have a fucking chance on Super Tuesday, and she stayed in. And had she have dropped out uh, the day or two before Super Tuesday, Bernie Sanders would have probably picked up like eight states. He probably, probably, he probably would have won Minnesota. He probably would have won Massachusetts. Uh, he probably would have won Texas, which, by the way, he probably still won Texas, and I think there was some shenanigans there. But um, he didn't, or she didn't drop out until afterwards. And here's the, the, the timeline of events was two weeks before uh, the debate, there was another debate. They had, or they had debates like 80 of them in a month. So they had the debates. They had Warren come out there, and she's like, "I like Amy and I are the only two people up here not say, taking super PAC money. And then two weeks what? later, she decided to take super PAC money. And she got $12 million in ad buys from the super PAC. And then after Super Tuesday, that super PAC was like, yeah, we're not giving you any more money. So she played her part. She was being used, which was obvious, because they wanted to take votes away from Bernie Sanders. So, like, I really don't like Elizabeth Warren right now. And she called him sexist on national TV. But, you know, who, but people will still say, oh, yeah, Elizabeth Warren, she, he definitely told her that. The guy who has for 40 years been saying, oh, yeah, there could be a woman president. Yeah, we should have, we should definitely have a woman president. That guy. The guy, the guy who, suspended his campaign back in 2016 to he, support he a didn't woman president. he didn't well yeah he he did uh he dropped out of the race he ended it after um he lost and then did 40 plus rallies for hillary clinton so yeah that guy that's the one who said oh i don't think a woman could beat trump fuck you elizabeth warren um Let's move on to the games that I played. I played the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo. It's all right. Um, does it play like Kingdom Hearts? No. No, it does not. So what does it play like? It's... It's... I, I, I mean, I guess it's kind of like Kingdom Hearts, but it's not as... I felt more in control than I did in Kingdom Hearts. With Kingdom Hearts and uh, even worse, Final Fantasy XV, I never felt like I was in control. With uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, I actually felt like I was in control of what was happening. And it was, it was all right. The battle system was a lot better than I thought it would be. 
which is the general consensus from what everyone's been saying is that um, the battle system is a lot better than what we thought it would be, which I think is a really good move for them to release this demo because there are yeah. a lot of older fans like me, uh, my friend uh, Sean, uh, and a lot of other people that were looking at the game and going, oh, it's not turn-based. It's going to be like Final Fantasy XV, and Final Fantasy XV's combat system sucked balls. And then we played the game, and we're like, all right, this is actually good. This is I'm a lot uh, happier with the way that they're doing it. So it was a really good idea to release this demo to make, first off, make that hype more, but also alleviate people's concerns uh, with the way that the battle system would work. Yeah, I, th I think if they, if they hadn't released that demo, there would have been a lot of people waiting until release day before they even considered buying it just because they didn't know how the fighting system was going to work. Yeah. So I, uh, I liked it. I liked that. I played some Red Dead Redemption 2. That game is it's good. Uh, I don't like the, the combat system. Well, I like the combat system, but I don't like the bounty system in the game. Because oh, the wanted level, yeah, the wanted level is stupid. So somebody will pull out a gun on me and start shooting me, and then I shoot him in the head, as you do, and then I'll get a bounty on my head because I was defending myself. So that doesn't make sense. So then I gotta kill all the other witnesses, and then I got, <laughs> which is I I have done that. Like a witness will start running off, and I have to go chase him. And kill that one, and then somebody else comes by and sees the corpse. I'm like, God damn it! And I gotta run and kill that person. Um, what else did I play this week? So I played those two games. I played Halo: The Master Chief Collection. I played Halo Reach with our good friend, uh, the Cyberpunk Monk. And that game, the the storyline is okay. I kind of hate playing games with Connor because <laughs> I, for me, I. If I'm playing through a game like that, it's not a very long story. It's like, what, six, seven hours, something like that. And I just like sitting through and playing the entire thing in one session. And he'll be like an hour and a half in, he'll be like, I go to bed. <laughs> and I'm just like, damn it. I just want to play the damn bored game. Now. Yeah, bored now. I'm going to bed. Uh so it was it, it's fun we're playing through that hopefully next week we'll we'll be able to beat it and then i finished it in one sitting yes see exactly exactly one sitting what right was it like out, seven or eight hours something like that not yeah, if, if that yeah uh i also I almost I, broke my xbox controller too why did you get mad yeah because i i played it i played through it on legendary Mm. It was. It's the first and only Halo that I played through on Legendary Solo. Oh, Solo, and... Solo. I played because uh, I was like, I played through. I think all of them on Legendary, but with people, yeah, except for I, I played through it. Except played through it on Solo, like the weekend it came out. Yeah, except for um, uh, that one five. I I didn't play through that on Legendary because it wasn't that good of a story. I played. I played trying to get old games working on my computer. That's a that's a really shitty game to play. So I have on GOG, I have Star Trek Starfleet Academy, which is, I love old FMV games. 
even if they're bad. I just love the old janky FMVs. And so I was like, I have Starfleet Academy. I'm going to install this and play it. There's no windowed mode. There's no way to make it a window. There's no way to <laughs> alt-tab out of the game, even with it like minimizing and running in the background. Um, it, locks, it just locks you into that one screen. You can't do anything else. Even uh, with, uh, did you try using, like, DX Tori? I tried using that. I tried using um, Borderless Gaming, which is an, a Steam application. And if you turn on those, the game won't even load. It just crashes. Wow. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, it's infuriating trying to get that game running. Then there's another game that Ooh, is... What if you run it in a VM? Well, uh, let me get into that. Okay. Oh, okay. So there's another game called Birth of the Federation. Have you ever heard of this game? No. It's a game from like 1998, and it is a Star Trek uh, civilization game, basically. What? Yeah, yeah, where you can like, um, you you know, conquer or or make friends with different planets and then have like it, build up your territory to be like to like an origin story for the federation i i it's something like that right i, it, I again i played it like 20 something years ago so you my memory's a little foggy but you can like if when you get into battles it will show the two ships or or more ships that are battling and you can do diff you can choose your ship to do different things like you can just ram into the other ship if you want. And it has them all animated and stuff. It's great. Uh, it doesn't really work on newer hardware. Like, I saw forum posts where people were like, yeah, I was able to get to running on Windows 7 and 8, but nothing on Windows 10. And I tried to get it running on Windows 10, and that didn't work either. So I was like, hmm, looks like it runs just fine on Windows XP. So, I downloaded VirtualBox, and I got Windows XP set up, and I installed Birth of the Federation. Uh, and when it tries to load, it tries to load in, like, this really weird menu, or, I'm sorry, window, and it, it just, it won't work, like, the mouse doesn't work in it. So, there mm. is a mouse cursor, you can see the mouse cursor, but the mouse act like where the mouse is actually pointing is not where that mouse cursor shows so like i've been able to get into the options menu and stuff but i have to just maneuver my mouse around until it highlights the one thing that i wanted to highlight so um you might try instead of virtual box uh vmware vmware may work yeah um, because they have, I don't know if it's compatible with XP. Uh, there's a unity mode, uh, that might do something. Yeah. Um, but then there is another game that I'm going to be playing tomorrow, uh, at 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time, um, on mixer.com forward slash Reeton, which by the way, you can find me Reeton everywhere, Reeton podcast, you know, listen to that and stuff. Um, that thing that you're listening to right now, listen to it. At so least you said it, not me. <laughs> so 
Uh, it is a game that I was able to get working with Scum VM. And uh, I got it working very, very well. Uh, I don't know. I'll probably not beat the game because I suck at these type of games and I will be using a walkthrough. But it's a game called Toonstruck. I'm, I think oh. I've mentioned it before. Have you, have you looked into that? I have seen it played. It, yeah, it's an adventure game that stars Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future as, as uh, his name is Drew Blank. And so I, it's an old, shitty FMV game. And I really, really like it because it's... It, I just like old, like shitty FMV. Adventure, right? It's a point-and-click adventure, and it is uh, FMV, which is full-motion video. And I love those old type of uh, FMV games because they're just so silly and such a product of their time. Like when, when the industry was saying... Oh, we can do anything with these CDs. We can even have <laughs> we can even have people like actual videos at like at like 150p. <laughs> yes, it's let's like, do it. It's like totally not who framed Roger Rabbit, right? Isn't what? that isn't that what they how that game is framed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toonstruck is is that it's like nope, it's not. It's not who framed Roger Rabbit. This is different. Well, it's not because he goes into the the virtual world basically. Like he, yeah. Uh, not to like dwell too much on it, but basically the guy is a little bit not all there, I think, and gets sucked into this world that he created. So what it reminds me of, it's oh, like so a it's comic zone. That's what I was gonna say. It's comic zone. Except for Comic Zone, I think is a better game, but I just love Comic Zone. Anyway, let's move on, and we'll talk about some stories. And I, I will try VMware. I'll probably try that after this. Uh, parents allow eleven-year-old to drive car because they were sick of him playing GTA all day. What? <laughs> this is from TechSpot. Says a parents. Slightly- Slight leap in logic there. Yeah, it says, it appears that a set of parents in the UK subscribe to that thing. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, Parents have long fought the losing battle to stop their kids from playing video games for too long, but sometimes the carrot is more effective than the stick. It appears that a set of parents in the UK subscribe to that thinking, having allowed their 11-year-old boy to drive their car, a way of stopping him from playing GTA all day. Police in Lancaster town of Blackpool stopped a red, red ball hall, Astra, in the car park in the town center, discovering the miner behind the wheel. And I like this, this tweet. I like this tweet here. It's good. <laughs> it, it, shows the, it shows the guy pulled, or the kid pulled over, and then it says, busted. Um, I, just, I love that that came from the police department. <laughs> yes. It says the, the driver of this car was 11 years old. Yes, 11. A family member was fed up with a child playing GTA all day on the PlayStation, so brought him out to practice driving on a car park in Blackpool. The adult has been reported for traffic offenses. Now, I will say that I... My, like, my nephew drove when he was 11 like oh like, yeah like they they took him out 
on like private property because it's you you can do whatever you want on your private property and said okay here we're going to teach you how to drive that type of thing not hey i'm going to take you on the freeway and we're just going to see how things roll and i don't know what a car park is i think it was just a parking lot okay but still and and i've seen that too with parking lots people have, have taken their kids to parking lots to just you know practice but not when they're 11 not when they're 11 and not when they're like not when the parking lot is there like you do it at like midnight right when nobody yeah. else is there you don't do it in broad daylight like they did it was not this tweet was at 9:26 a.m. so let's say even let's let's just assume that it took them an hour to post this tweet that would mean that it was like 8 a.m. when this kid was driving around 7 or 8 a.m. that's a little a little silly um it says here the other questionable part of the situation is that GTA 5 has a Peggy rating of 18 plus so it is not the most suitable game for an 11 year old but who like I played GTA when I was 11 what about you I mean, I played probably just as bad of things, if not worse, at Postal. that age. So. Postal. Yeah, um, I mean. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, and I, I always thought that those ratings, while they're good, they're good for, you know, advising, like, oh, maybe not, but if your kid can handle it, who cares? That's what you're there for. If they start acting like a little dickhead, you stop them from acting like a little dickhead. Um, and don't don't let them drive when they're eleven in a oh, freaking parking the lot. Thinking here too, like like what the kid plays Grand Theft Auto all day. You think that's a bad thing, so you reward it. Like I I I don't know exactly what the thinking is here. Like wait, I think wait, it was. <laughs> I think it was, hey, I have no idea. I have no idea uh, what th that... You think driving him cars in a game fun? Uh, let's go drive a car out a parking lot. Yeah, and that'll be that'll make like, you... Oh, no, dicks, really! And then they got arrested. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. That's what 11-year-old boys say, right? Yeah. Let's move they on. Say, oh, I love dicks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, we're going to move on because I don't want to dwell on what you just said. And <laughs> we are going to we are going to read this Hexus article, which I find great. I find this amazing. Apple is to pay up to 500 million dollars to settle an iPhone throttling case in the United States. So we actually yeah, spoke about wait. We actually spoke about this when I was working at Sony. And we had mentioned like this is bullshit. And my coworker had told me, he's like, well, let me read about this. So he read about it. He's like, you know, I don't, I don't think that they're doing it as a bad thing. I think that they are, uh, they're, you know, just trying to make it so that the battery lasts longer. And I think that's fine. So he bought into their corporate BS. And I was just sitting there like, no, nah, they're doing it on purpose. So you buy a new phone. Cause that's, that's what they do. They want to throttle you. So you'll buy a new phone. I mean, and I, I think I think that the 
the idea that you were going to end up buying a new phone to fix the problem was just a side effect of what they were trying to do. I I think that they knew that if they slowed the phone down, even if it were for like, oh, we're going to increase battery life. If you slow well, the phone down the, so it's unusable. It's because, it's because the battery gets so old and shitty that it can't it can't keep up the same level of output that it did yeah. whenever it was newer. Well, yeah, we met, we spoke about this before, but you know what we could also do? And I really like this idea. Allow you to Just replace your battery. Yeah, yeah, allow you to replace your batteries. And I know yeah. there are reasons that they don't want to do it like, oh, but if we do that, then we won't be able to make it waterproof or some shit. But Even though you can. Yeah, Count my Pix- S5 had a water had a replaceable battery and it was waterproof. Mm-hmm. So, over two years later, an Apple has just agreed to settle a U.S. class action suit. According to documents released on Friday from the U.S. District Court of San Jose, California, the ruling now needs rubber stamping by a judge expected to be done on April 3rd. CNN reports that th- it's funny reading this because you can tell that it is like, um, it's, it's written by like somebody in the UK or something like that. Because they don't say April 3rd, they say 3rd April. <laughs> so anyway, uh, CNN reports that Apple will be paying about as much as $500 million. Owners of affected devices in the United States will be able to claim about $25 per device, depending on upon how many put the claim in with a minimum of $310 million uh, earmarked to be distributed to customers this way. So yeah, not a lot of money. Because class action lawsuits actually suck for normal people, but they're really good for lawyers. Um, yep. So anyway, get fifty bucks out of it though. Yeah, you're getting fifty bucks, and that's that's. I think I got like thirty bucks from buying the GTX 970. Yeah. So that was pretty nice. Anyway, uh, it says here if you're a U.S. resident, you can. Uh, File a settlement claim if you own the iPhone 6, 6 Plus, 6S, 6S Plus, 7, 7 Plus, or SE device bought before 21st December 2017. As mentioned previously, you can expect to get about $25 per device. Meanwhile, a Reuters report says that the Reuters. Reuters report uh, says that the class action lawyers are seeking $93 million, equal to 30% of... 310 million in legal fees plus up to 1.5 million dollars in expenses. So as we said, uh 93 million for the lawyers uh plus it looks like uh 1.5 million. So about about 94.5 million dollars of that goes to lawyers. That is kind of disgusting, Aroa. Sure we get is. you get 50 bucks, they get Ninety-three million dollars. <laughs> whenever, uh, whenever I'm the one that uh, that got the phone. Yeah, whenever you're the one who got the phone, you're yeah. But they're they're the ones who did the hard work, Aroa. Oh. Like, do you not like capitalism? Are you are you not a fan of capitalism? Do you think that it should be distributed evenly among people? Yeah. Oh, are you some sort of commie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Me too. So let's move on to our next story. GeForce Now, baby. 
the, uh, we've been talk talking about this week after week. And who was the first one that left? Who was? I forget the first one that left. It was uh, Bethesda with the last one. Activision. Activision Blizzard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Activision Blizzard left. Uh, Bethesda left. And now 2K is leaving GeForce Now. <clears throat> what GeForce the fuck happened? What, what did NVIDIA do that I... was like, that, what did they tell them? Like, I have no idea, right? It says, and this is again from TechSpot, um, it says, NVIDIA's failure to secure deals with publishers before launching GeForce Now has become an Achilles heel for the service, with Activision Blizzard, Bethesda, and 2K Games pulling their titles. The service's unreliability um, is becoming a cause for concern. So it doesn't say why they're leaving, really. No, it's, it's always just a misunderstanding or something yeah. like that. So 2K Games, uh, they produce Bioshock, Civilization, NBA 2K, and Borderlands series, also WWE 2K. Um, GeForce Now was offering at least 13 titles across the four series, so Bioshock, Civilization, NBA 2K, and Borderlands. Uh, all 13 of the titles that were on there are gone. While the change is only small compared to the 1,500 titles on the GeForce Now library, uh, NVIDIA has lost several major titles from three of the biggest publishers in the month since GeForce Now launched. So it says here, according to NVIDIA, Activision Blizzard's titles were removed because of a misunderstanding over whether the games were approved for the beta and the free trial period, or just the beta. So, I guess Activision Blizzard thought it was just for the beta, and then maybe they would get money out of it or something that GeForce Now didn't agree to do? I don't know. I don't understand it. I, I feel like... And, and this article doesn't really help the fact... But I feel like it's it's just a misunderstanding on the publisher's parts of what this platform even is. I really think that they were thinking it's going to be a Steam competitor or a, a Stadia competitor, but it's just kind of a, a supplement to the games that you already own. And even this article, the writer of this article fundamentally misunderstands what GeForce Now actually is. Because they yeah. say that uh, buying games on the service doesn't feel like a sound investment. You don't buy games on GeForce now. It, it's not a thing. You have to already own the game beforehand, and then you add it to your GeForce Now library just by clicking a button. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Um, but this is but, yeah. I, I'm I'm I, like that's the only thing I can think is that yeah. these companies were expecting to make more money off of it, and they're not. I, um, that's the only thing I can expect as well, is that they were like, oh, we thought we were going to make more money like we do on Game Pass, right? Or, some, or, or something like that. Uh, or maybe, maybe they don't understand. Maybe they thought that it would be kind of like Stadia, right? Where you actually have to yeah. buy the games. And they're right, like... That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of is that they're like, oh, we're not making additional money off this, so screw it. We're done. We're not going to... 
it's stupid. It's just let your games be on there. It's not like it's going to hurt your sales at all. Um, and it will be nice. Because it'll be nice for you because let's say they get GeForce now running on the Raspberry Pi or any other number of phones or computers or little small form factor computers. Then GeForce Now is spread everywhere and your game can be included in that and say, hey, you can run Borderlands 3 on GeForce Now and you can have the shittiest laptop you want and still play the game. But uh, I, guess, I guess they don't want to do that. But I want to go and I want to move on and talk to you about the original Halo. Have you have you been playing the original Halo at all? Have I been playing it? Yeah. No. Oh, but why not? They released it on the Master Chief Collection. Wow. Wow. Uh, also, it's remastered to 4K, and it has 60 frames per second support. Great. But also, um, it hasn't aged very well. What do you mean? Like, even with the even with the increased graphic settings, it still looks kind of bad. Um, I understand. You have played it. I have. I have played it. And uh, I've been playing. I played the multiplayer, and maybe maybe I'm a little biased, but um, the first map that I got on was like a Slayer. Or no, it was a uh, Capture the Flag map on Hang 'Em High which is my least favorite map of all the Halo games. And the pistol is amazingly overpowered. Yeah. Like three shots to the head and you're done. And it has a scope. And it has a scope. Like they nerfed that in Halo 2 and they were right to do it because that pistol is way too powerful. Um, um I, I remember watching esports around that time and every every uh Halo match ended with people trying to snipe each other with pistols. Uh-huh. And they would do it too because it was incredibly accurate. Yep. Um now that game has been added to the Master Chief collection on PC. It's I mean it's it's done as well as it can be and um, I re- I do enjoy the original Halo still, but it's it's needs to have some. Uh, it doesn't have any, have to have any work done to it because it's the same as what it always was. But you know that was released twenty years ago, well or or nineteen years ago, right? And so games have improved, in especially the Halo games have improved since then, and so. Uh, I'm really excited to wait for uh, Halo 2 and 3 coming out because those games, I think, improved on Halo 1 quite a bit. And But it was really weird because they're just like, oh, yeah, it's going to release sometime soon, and then they just released it. They just, no, like, fanfare or anything like that. They did a beta, like, last month, and I guess they were like, it works. Launch it. Let's do it. Um... And you haven't played it at all, Aroa? No, I, no. Why not? I played it. I actually played it uh, when it first came out on Xbox One. Oh yeah. Um, but no, I haven't. I haven't played it on PC. 
uh, it was actually the first time I tried streaming uh, using the native streaming features on the Xbone, and it was awful. Yeah, in my experience. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, the, the game dropped immediately. Dropped down to like twenty-two FPS. Nice. And like, yeah, it was just it was everything about it was bad. It kept yeah. disconnecting on Twitch. Like, woof. So now, uh, Microsoft, of course, has um, 60 FPS support in Halo um, 1, Halo Combat Evolved, uh, has variable frame rates, uh, keyboard and mouse support. Yes, I like this, the way they word it. Microsoft is also including 60 frames per second support, variable frame rates, and even native mouse and keyboard support. I would fucking hope so on a PC. <laughs> yeah. Um. You'll also be able to use the classic audio in multiplayer and customize Spartans further. By the by, you can't. I went to the customization for the Spartans in Halo 1. It's color. That's it. Primary color. Hmm. That's all you can edit. Um, Halo Combat Evolves Anniversary is part of the Microsoft's ongoing effort to bring all of the Master Chief Collection to PC. Um, the rest will follow in chronological order. So, of course, we're going to get two, three, and four, right? Four is part of it? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I, I, think I think it's everything but five. Yeah, I think it's... And, and I don't know if ODST is included, though. I'm pretty sure it is. Is it? Well, that's good, because mm -hmm. it's the Master Chief collection. I can't remember. Oh, I see what you... Yeah. Yeah, let's no, see. I, I believe ODST is included. MCC. Well, it, it, it reaches included. That's, well, yes, but he kind of had a, um, a, a, a little bit. John Spartan is not in reach in any appreciable capacity. Yeah, I, I understand that. I, I understand what you're saying, but I just want to find the game and see what is all included. So we've got um, package info. My birthday is, yes, 1st January of 2020. That's when my birthday is. 87 vision page. All right. Um, okay, so you are correct. So it has uh, Halo Reach, Combat Evolved, uh, Halo 2, Halo 3, Halo 3 ODST, and Halo 4. So, yes. But you see, they kind of, if you read the book for Reach that was released when I was in high school, <sighs> they, they had John Spartan in that. Anyway, uh, you can get it on the Microsoft Store or Steam for $40, or you can get the Game Pass, Microsoft Game Pass, and it's $5 a month, whichever one you prefer to do. Uh, what you have Game Pass, right? Yeah. Um, good, good. So anyway, uh, that's that's our our thing for the day. Thank you for being here, Aroa. No problem. I was happy to accommodate. You're happy to accommodate, and I will be back next week. I don't know about Aroa, but uh, we should have our special guest, uh, Earl. Earl might be here next week. Oh man, I love Earl. Yeah, he's good. I'm I'm definitely gonna do my best to be here. If Earl's gonna be here. Yeah, Earl said he should be here next week. So, uh, thank you all for listening. Yeah. Thank you for being here. We'll be here next week. Goodbye. Bye.